It's been a huge week for the Sky Sport Breakers this week. They managed to secure the signature of yet another breaker, and his name is Ty. And why do we like Ty? We like Ty because Mr. Webster is part of the Webster clan who plays some pretty mean basketball. We're joined now by the Sky Sport Breakers owner, Matt Walsh, as we look at that acquisition and the future of the club. Good evening to you, Matt. I trust you well, and uh, congratulations on the signature. Yeah, thank you. It's been um, it's been a really good week. Obviously, uh, getting Ty is a huge thing for the club and for you know something that we worked on for the last three months, basically, and somebody we've had our eye on for a long time. So to be able to get Ty, like you said, another Webster brother, starting point guard for the Tall Blacks, it's very, very exciting. It's exciting, I suppose, because the core of the team, the nucleus of the team, is very much a New Zealand team. It's pretty much a Tall Blacks team in disguise, and it's quite deliberate from the franchise. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think if you look back at the history of the club, when um, when the club was really, really successful, when we won four out of five championships, um, it was it was because of the local talent, and it was because the team was driven by the local Kiwis, and that's something we want to get back to. And um, attracting a guy like Ty is a big step, and obviously, you know, getting secure. Um, you know, the commitment from Tom Abercrombie and Rob Lowe and Finn Delaney and Corey, all these guys who want to be part of what we're building, it's it's um, it's been really exciting. And Ty's just you know the cherry on top. Is this a breaker of the future that's burbling in the phone at the moment, Matt? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> it's Friday evening here, and I've got my my little kiwi. Everyone said that the uh, my daughter, who's a kiwi, was going to be the easiest, and I think you can hear her yelling for bananas. So I think she's going to be about six six three six four. So she may be a future. Looking ahead to the season when it starts, how, how confident are you that there actually is going to be an Australian National yeah, Basketball yeah. League this year? How, how confident? Yeah, there's no question there's going to be a season. You know, as it, from ownership of league, league-wide, um, we're committed to having a season. Now, what exactly that looks like and how that season looks, um, if you would have asked me two weeks ago before everything in Melbourne and Victoria really took a downturn, I would have said, we're going to be traveling back and forth. The bubble will be open, and that's that's the situation. Now, things have obviously changed, and things are constantly changing, and there's always the chance that we're going to have to be stationed over there in a bubble. But, you know, the good thing for us is our season is slated to start in December. We have the ability to push it back some if we need to. Um, so, you know, time relatively is on our side, and I remain hopeful that we're going to be able to have – home games at Spark Arena at some point during the 2021 season. Joined by the uh, owner of the Sky Sport Breakers, Matt Walsh, uh, and Junior Walsh as well, the potential tall fern. <laughs> You're still looking to secure the services of Scotty Hobson, who plainly isn't a tall black and he's not a New Zealander, but he was instrumental in your late season run. Uh, last season, was he not? He'd be a huge signature to get. Yeah, Scotty was fantastic, and um, the, be- the you know the best thing about Scotty was his teammates loved him. Uh, he was a leader. He was very professional, and we've been very open about wanting to bring Scotty back. Um, he you know he was hoping that he was going to get invited to the NBA bubble by the Oklahoma City Thunder. It didn't work out, so now our full focus is on bringing Scotty back. And while the core of our team is always going to be very Kiwi, and, you know we have to supplement the Tom Abercrombies and the Corey Websters and the Ty Websters with really good imports. So, um, you know, that's what we're working on now. With the quality guards that you have now, and New Zealand guards at that, where is your import window looking at? Where, where do you need to secure? What's, what's your main drive there, Matt? 
Yeah, I mean, getting Ty as a point guard is just such an advantage for us because typically every team in our league has to sign an import point guard. So our focus now is on bringing Scotty back. So we've got some really good depth at that 2-3 position. And then um, looking at a at a five-man, a seven-foot center who has some American ex- or experience in the NBA. And I can tell you that uh, we're, we're getting pretty deep in conversations with next stars for next year, like R.J. Hampton. So um, we're looking at some guys at the 4-5 position who can come in and fill out the front court for us. How much of a success was that program for you, plainly in that situation that uh, R.J. didn't get much court time as well? But uh, looking back on that, was it, was it worthwhile for you and the club? Yeah, it certainly was. I mean, I think it's been made clear uh, that business-wise, in terms of attendance and everything that R.J. meant, lowering our fan base, it was a wild success. And there were some ups and downs on the court, but, um, you know, from the outside, that may, you know, people may have thought that he was just going to come in and dominate, but we knew as an 18-year-old point guard there was going to be some ups and downs. So, um, you know, we, we viewed it as a big success. We learned a lot from the program, and we're looking forward to, like I said, having having another one this year, um, but unlikely to be at the point guard position.